final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Oh my goodness, how about that, BYU fans? 81-49, BYU now 3-0 for the first time under head coach Mark Pope. They take down in dominating fashion. BYU never trailed in this basketball game against the 12th team in the country. BYU held the Ducks to 32% shooting from the field, 21% from three, an absolute dominating performance by the BYU Cougars. And guess what? It keeps getting better for you BYU fans. When the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50. That's BYU50 at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. What a great game for BYU in general Specifically, Alex Barcelo, he paced the Cougars all night long, tying his career high with 25 points, 9 of 11 from the field, 4 of 6 from 3, 3 of 3 from the free throw line. He was stellar all night long and great contributions from just about everybody. You had Spencer Johnson with 10, a couple of threes, obviously being able to play with his brother uh, who plays for Oregon. Obviously a, a great uh, great night for that family. Tijon Lucas with 12. Gavin Baxter with 7 on 3 or 4 shooting. Just Honestly, there's nothing negative to look at this game about. BYU just took down the 12th ranked team in college basketball, and they did it on ESPN, and everybody saw it, and it's unbelievable. I, I want to read a couple of tweets. Uh, these are coming in from uh, ESPN Stats Info. It says, BYU is the first unranked team to beat a top 15 team away from home by 30-plus since November 29th of 1993 when UConn beat Virginia. Also, this one, also from ESPN Stats Info. Tonight's 32-point defeat to BYU is Oregon's largest ever loss as a ranked team. Wow, unbelievable tonight. The BYU goes on the road, and uh, they are now 3-0, and that's the important part. They got the win. A big, big win, but now you move on. You just keep going. You try and stack up as many wins as you possibly can. But, man, what a great night for the BYU basketball team. All right, let's check out uh, some other action involving teams from the West Coast Conference. Pacific gets the win over Stanislaus State, 65-46. And Santa Clara at home defeats the Nevada Wolfpack, 96 74 Top 25 action. Everything is a final. Seton Hall is the second team to upset a ranked team tonight. BYU did, actually Seton Hall technically did it first, but BYU obviously taking down Oregon. Seton Hall upsets number four Michigan. 67-65 is the final score. Michigan now 2-1 and one on the season. Villanova defeating Howard 181. Purdue over Wright State 96-52. Number seven Duke on top of Gardner-Webb 92-52. 11th ranked Memphis defeating St. Louis 90-74. The Kentucky Wildcats defeat Mount St. Mary's 80-55. 14th-ranked Alabama taking down South Alabama 73-68. Number 15, Houston defeats Virginia by 20, 67-47. North Carolina 
taking down Char- Charleston, excuse me, 94-83, and number 25 USC with the 78-61 victory over Florida Gulf Coast. When we come back, we'll check in on the Utah Jazz. They are cruising to a victory over the Philadelphia 76ers. We'll give you all the details on that one as it gets close to a final from Vivint Arena. Plus, college football, the playoff rankings were updated tonight. We'll let you know where BYU stands. They came into this week at number 14. Where are they now? We'll update you when we come back. BYU gets the win, taking down number 12, Oregon, 81-49. The final score, Cougars now 3-0. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. BYU gets the victory over 12th ranked Oregon, 81 to 49. Jazz on their way to a victory. A minute and a half to go in downtown Salt Lake. Jazz leading the 76ers. 117 to 85 and college football playoff rankings came out tonight the updated version BYU stays at number 14 that's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break we're going to get you back to the Moda Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show Gavin Baxter going to join Greg and Mark your final from Portland tonight 81-49 BYU over Oregon and heard it all right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network Exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Marcelo, pull, good fire, luck. score! <laughs> with one second on the shot clock, the deep three from AB, he knocks it down. The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougar Locker Room Show from Portland, Oregon, the Moda Center. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, Gavin Baxter joining us postgame. Gavin and the Cougs defeat Oregon by a score of 81-49. to Gavin, congrats to you and the boys. Thank you. That was a blast. Had a good time. Man, certainly a lot of respect for Oregon, right? I mean, they're ranked where they are for a reason. Sweet 16, almost, Sweet 16 team almost every year for a lot of good reasons. To do what you did tonight, how do you describe the effort it took to kind of take apart a really good basketball team? Uh, I mean, it was just this, this week leading up to it all. Um, the coaches were stressing, you know, just how much of a defensive battle this was going to be and how we were going to win this game on the defensive end. Um, our scout team did an amazing job giving us great looks and practice of how they're going to attack things, how they're just going to, you know, dribble handoff, dribble handoff, and then they'll drive, kick, and then they crash the glass so hard. And so the keys for this game was uh, play defense and rebound, and I think we did a great job of that tonight. You guys have done a great job of that all season. Congratulations. I mean, as a fan, a former player, I'm proud of you guys. Way to go. And, it, you know, you you tweeted at me in the summer, you, you, you a little video of you going up and dunking the ball. I was like, yes, let's go, man. Let's get <laughs> – Let's go. And, and I know it's been a long, hard road for you and uh, to be back playing at this level, doing the things you're doing. I mean, aside from beating the number 12 team by 30-plus, how does it feel for you just to be – on the court again playing basketball i mean it's just it's it's the best feeling really um like you said it's been a long road to get back here um with just you know multiple injuries and so um to be out here and get a massive win like this it's just it's just it's a testament to hard work um 
I work super hard. The team works super hard, and, you know, it showed tonight. Oregon scored 18 points in the first half. They had about 18 in about eight minutes of the second half. Mm-hmm. So you knew that was coming. You knew they were going to be better, shoot better, score better, and you guys kind of matched them. It never got tight. You guys kept the lead where it needed to be. Yeah. Uh, again, it was just the defensive, uh, you know, um, approach that we took to the game. We knew that, yeah, they had a slow half, like you said, but they were going to come out and, you know, try to get in that rhythm. But um, I'm just super proud of our guys for how hard we fought on defense um, to keep them out of it. Because, like you said, it, it wasn't really close at any point. We stayed to our, our principles, and, you know, we played hard down the stretch. Cougar Locker Room Show brought to you by Brady Industries. Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment. Brady Industries, honestly, better. Learn more at BradyIndustries.com. More from Gavin Baxter after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Gavin Baxter, part of BYU's 81-49 win over 12th-ranked Oregon tonight. Uh, best game of the year for Gavin. A lot of guys, really. Seven points for Gavin, five rebounds and an assist as BYU wins it by 32. So many guys to shout out, uh, Gavin. We start with AB, as we often do. Uh, Career-high tying for him, 25 points. Takes 11 shots, makes nine of them. He was perfect inside the arc, made all of his free throws like he always does. There was a point there, it felt like early in the second half, um, where you know Oregon felt like they might kind of maybe stay in this game a little bit, and then Alex kind of just made a few key shots, kind of almost back to back to back to say, "I've got this." Did you kind of fence, sense the same thing? And no, yeah. how nice is it to have that? Uh, just yeah, like you said, to have a guy like AB on the team. Um, I think the first couple games of the season, and now this one, uh, there's just been times where you know we've needed a basket, we've needed someone to make a play, and. AB's done it every game, and I don't expect that that's going to stop. And so to have a guy like him that, that just has that unique ability, um, it's just it's going to win us so many games. So shout out AB. Gab, I was talking pregame how I thought you were one of the best defenders on this team, most important defenders, because I watch you. I watch you guarding the rim and helping and your ability to cover so much ground to help and get back to your man and still contest. What are your responsibilities uh, defensively out on the floor to help your guys? Uh, yeah, like you said, I just gotta uh, I gotta move my feet on defense. I gotta stay in front of my guy, and um, I got some long arms. So when they try to take a shot over me, it's it's kind of difficult for them. So um, and like you said, take up space on the floor. You know, stunt to steal in the corner if they're driving from the from the top. And I felt like I did a good job of that tonight. And so um, for us to keep going, uh, my defense is going to have to be taken to the next level, honestly. Fellow big man, Fusene Traore, at his first double-figure scoring game as a Cougar. Ten points, five for six from the field. He was perfect inside the arc as well. Six rebounds, a couple block shots. You work with him. You work against him. You've been with him for a few months now. Uh, young kid, clearly, but growing game by game into something kind of dominant. Yeah, Fus is... Uh, He's picked up on things so fast, um, and you can just tell in practice. Um, he he just has a basketball IQ, and things just come you know quick to him like that. And so just to see uh, his progress and how much he's grown, and uh, honestly, the role he's taken on this team is huge. We wouldn't be where we are without Foose. So um, he's going to need to step up uh, even more than he is now, and I think he'll he'll be able to do that. 
Okay, I've said all along, all you need is time on the floor, and it seems that as you get more minutes, uh, and you know, I know the coach is kind of conservative with you, uh, but it seems like as you get more minutes, you're, you're getting more comfortable out there both on both ends of the floor. I, I can see that. Do you see that in yourself? more you play, you, you're feeling better? Absolutely. Um, just I'm going to get more time, and with that, I'm going to get more comfortable. And, um, you know, in the offseason, a lot of the guys, I mean, the whole team, you know, has spent, you know, being on the court, you know, getting that chemistry. And I've spent a lot of time just getting to the point where I can be on the floor. And so, um, like you said, from here, I've got to just get more comfortable and get more time and go from there. So Portland's about 100 miles from Eugene. Mm-hmm. So clearly it's, uh, you know, closer to a home game for, for them than it would be a visiting team. But then it's BYU that's a visiting <laughs> team. And somehow this building building felt like it belonged to you guys all night. How crazy is it? Not even crazy. How awesome is it that you can come on the road and, and feel the support you do and see so much blue in the stands and kind of own the building tonight a little bit? It's, it's just wild uh, just how many BYU fans there are everywhere. Um, there's been multiple times, like just like this game, where – it's an away game, <laughs> hundreds of miles from Utah, and it's there's so much blue in the stands. And to have that support, um, it's amazing. So Cougar Nation, shout out to you guys. You guys are insane. All right, you were just outside the AP poll yesterday. Um, I think this win will I open think, yeah. a lot of eyes, and you get to be a ranked team, I think, starting next week and then kind of carry that banner for a while. Yeah. Um, Coach Pope always says, you know, every time you win, it you get more pressure and – the pressure builds and you got to respond and um it's fun to have pressure and you know have that weight on your shoulders and prove people wrong bring it on right let's go all right what a great win for you and the boys again congratulations so fun to be a part of it and see it and hear it and uh good luck on the weekend let's keep this thing going all right thanks greg thank you gavin that is gavin baxter coach mark pope is coming up on the new skin byu sports network It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a premier national valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. Also by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Our thanks to Gavin Baxter for joining us on the Cougar Locker Room Show, which was brought to you in part by Visible Supply Chain Management. From freight to packaging to fulfillment to small parcel services, Visible is driven to reimagine the entire supply chain. Visible Supply Chain Management, a Marisk company. Learn more at visiblescm.com. Coach Mark Pope has a few obligations to involved with the Phil Knight Invitational that will take him a little longer than normal to get up to our broadcast location, but he is forthcoming, so do stick around for us because I think you'll enjoy Mark Pope's post-game interview, as we always do. Mark's- I wonder if he'll be excited and happy. I think we can coax that out of him tonight. I think we can kind of break his shell. So reserved, yes. Yeah, we can we can try and get him to express himself a little bit more than normal tonight <laughs> on the on the post game show. So uh, Coach Pope, as you might expect, after a night like tonight, has various tournament and national media obligations to take care of. But he will spend time with us shortly enough as BYU defeats Oregon by a final score of eighty-one to forty-nine tonight. A few box score notes for you and uh, and trivial historical notes as well. Uh, Kyle Chilton told us former BYU basketball 
SID, still keeping an eye on things for us, and uh, noted that uh, this is BYU's largest margin of victory over a ranked team all time. The previous was 28 points over a ranked Utah State team back in the day, so 32 over the number 12 team. And that uh, is a new historical mark for BYU. Uh, Alex Barcelo's personal historical mark of 25 points was equal tonight on a 9-for-11 shooting night. And a couple of guys who had their best games as BYU Cougars scored their most that they've scored in a BYU uniform. And among those players, uh, Seneca Knight, who scored 9 tonight, Fuseni Traore, who scored 10, and uh, T. John Lucas, who scored a dozen a part of BYU's win tonight. There were four Cougars in double figures, Barcelo with 25, Lucas with 12, Johnson with 10, and Traore with 10. Spencer Johnson got to play against his brother Isaac and scored 10 points. Spencer was good tonight, too. Four of seven from the field, two for four. He was plus 17 in 20 minutes of play. Uh, Spencer's one of those guys, um, you know, just under the radar in a little bit of a way, Mark, but seems to make a lot of right plays at the right time. Yeah, he does his job. He goes out. His main job is to defend. He does it as well as anybody on the team. And, uh, you know, you don't beat a team like Oregon unless you can defend the perimeter. He's a great perimeter defender. And then he's a guy that will hit shots for you. So you're not completely relying on Barcelo. Teams have to focus so much on Barcelo. You need other guys to hit shots. Spencer is a guy. He's always hitting the, the second half three, the big three, the kind of the put, put it away type three. And, uh, yeah, he does a lot for you. He doesn't make a lot of noise about it. He just goes and does his job. BYU, uh, last home game versus Oregon came a long, long time ago. They play these away neutral games frequently. In fact, the last five, including tonight, against Oregon have all been outside of the Marriott Center. But it's a win for BYU over the Oregon Ducks. They were 1-6 in their last seven against the Ducks coming into tonight, but uh, certainly pick up a huge one in the Moda Center. BYU's last win before tonight came 10 years ago in an NBA arena. It was in then the Delta Center in Salt Lake City. BYU won that one 79-65. And 10 years later, back in an NBA building again, BYU is a winner by an even larger margin of 81-49. to So we'll give you the scores, and then we'll take a break. We'll come back with Coach Pope shortly after that. Uh, the plus-minus numbers, too. Uh, Alex Barcelo, plus 32 in 30 minutes. The plus 32 matches the game margin of 32 points at the end of the night. Plus 26 for Gideon George. Plus 22. This is a big one. Plus 22 for Seneca Knight. Seneca Knight, I thought, had his best game as a BYU Cougar. He's plus 22 in 23 minutes. Made a three. Four of eight from the field. Six rebounds for Seneca. That tied Fuseni Traore for the game-high rebound number tonight. Yeah, I think those three guys, Tijon, Seneca, and Fusini. Uh, really coming into their own. It was a little shaky start for them, but they're feeling confident and they're kind of finding their way in this offense. And, uh, you know, as, as sad as it was to lose Richard for we don't know how long, it's a blessing for Gavin and Fusini because they get, they're getting a lot of minutes. They're kind of got thrown in and they're, they're kind of getting comfortable and playing great, great basketball. So uh, that's pretty exciting to see all those, th- those three guys really improve. Uh, Fuseni in particular doing a lot of damage right beneath the basket. Not coincidentally, BYU was 14 for 17 uh, on layups, 1 for 1 on dunks, so 15 of 18 on the at-the-rim stuff. Oregon Mm. tonight was 9 for 25 on the the at-the-rim stuff, in part because BYU makes it so hard for you to breathe down low the way they are playing defensively. Head coach Mark Pope, we're going to give him a second because even though he's he's a finely conditioned adult male – He's had the long trek up the stairs, and, and you know, 
I just want to make sure that he's not out of breath when he starts his his interview with us. Coach, are you good, Coach? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just, and, uh, <laughs> no, we were we were we were breathless for most of the night tonight. I mean, it was one of those games, uh, Coach, in which BYU kind of takes control from the get-go. The six-nothing lead was matched. It was six with six at one point, but then you pushed it with another nine-nothing run, and from that point, you never really got let the Ducks feel like they were in the game. Yeah, uh, it was. Listen, we have so much respect for this team and this program. Uh, when I was here as an assistant, we we lost twice: once in the NCAA tournament and once in a one-off game. Um, and so we were. Well, I, I understand how good Dana is. I understand how talented these players are. You know, their first two games were two blowouts where they just overwhelmed their opponent, like com- completely overwhelmed them, and. So we knew we had our work cut out for us. We knew this was going to test our shell defensive principles and our effort on the glass like we have not been tested as a team even close this season, and our guys answered the bell. I'm super, super proud of their effort. So when you respond the way that your team responded tonight, how does that get you feeling about ceiling and potential and where this team could go and the things it could do if you keep the same kind of focus game to game? Yeah, I'm really excited in the sense of – in the sense of, like, you know, it's the same way you evaluate players, right? When you're trying to evaluate players, you're, you're really interested in their insides. And so right now we are showing signs a, a, as a team of having potentially some special insides where the makeup of the team, like not our ability to shoot or guard or anything else, but the makeup, the approach of the team could actually be really special. And when you have good insides, your ceiling gets really, really high. And so, for example... One of the things I was concerned about going into this, these games, I had a, uh, uh, Dick Hunsaker has actually been a super generous mentor to me. He comes to practice and watches and he'll talk to me. And one of the things that was really stressing me and him out a little bit was usually um, throughout the course of two-a-days as we're playing, uh, usually there's a couple pr- practices where we don't have great energy and I can just lose it on the guys, right? Where, where I can just throw a bowl of, of adversity at them. I can, I can manufacture it for them so they can learn through practice this idea of turning frustration into fight, right? This concept that's so important to us. And we didn't have any this year. We didn't have a single – you think about going through two days, how grinding that is. We didn't have a single day where – I got to like unload on these guys and really, really challenge them and, and throw some adversity. And so I walked in the season nervous about that. But, you know, now three games in with a little tiny preview of what we could potentially be, I'm like, hey, you know what? This team might be built different, right? They, mm-hmm. they might be built different in terms of like they're, they're trying to – we have three games. I mean, we don't know anything yet. But, but so far in these three games, our guys are coming, and they are trying so hard to fight for each other and be locked in and give their purest, best effort for this team. It's super cool, guys. It's really fun. Uh, agreed. Super fun, Coach. I started watching games in the late 70s, watching Danny and my brother play, and then I played, and I've been doing this with Greg for 25 years. I didn't see nothing like that, Coach. Ooh. This this caliber of team doing that to this caliber of team is just incredible. I mean, can you put your finger on kind of what went right? I know obviously this team has got some great things about it, but this just doesn't happen very often. Yeah. I mean, what 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 happened? Well, I was really pleased with us. For, so here's the thing. Um, you know, listen, I think 
I, I would never make any commentary on Dana's team. They're going to be a great team. They're going to win a boatload of games. They've already won two big games in blowouts. But, you know, they, they might not have – I'm not sure exactly the energy they came into this game with, but I do know that they got frustrated missing some shots early. And the way that they bail themselves out always, the way that they grow their confidence is they get they go to the offensive glass and they fix it. And we would not let them fix it on the offensive glass. Like the, the bailout was gone, and it's hard to do that. They're one of the top rebounding teams in the country. They had six offensive rebounds in the first half for two points only. And then in the second half, I don't know what the final number was, but they only had two offensive rebounds in the second half, I think, until with maybe four minutes left, give or take, something like that. And so the fact that they couldn't save themselves or make themselves feel right on the offensive glasses, which is normally a place where they get really confident, the fact that they couldn't save themselves in transition because our guys were so dedicated to finding a way to guard in transition was super important. And so they had to kind of fix themselves the hard way, and that's really hard to do for any team so you know those two fundamental principles of us of us rebounding the ball defensively and guarding in transition I thought were were mainstays to never allowing this team to get right the way that they always get right when things aren't going well what they're accustomed to doing they ended up plus two on the offensive glass but a couple came late and you ended up plus three in second chance points so even though they had an edge it wasn't uh, it wasn't any kind of differential tonight Mark Pope is our guest we'll take a break we'll come back closing comments from the coach as his team closes out the Ducks for 81 81- to 49 is our final on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 81, number 12, Oregon 49 is our final score. Visiting with Coach Mark Pope on the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. It's brought to you in part by Economics Partners, which brings you the valuable stat of the game. Brought to you by Economics Partners, whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. BYU, uh, double-digit rebounding edge over Oregon tonight and a 14-point edge in paint points, including going 15 for 18 on layups and dunks. Wow, this is, a, this is not a small Oregon team by any stretch, and you did what you wanted to do, needed to do inside on both ends. Yeah, uh, I'm so proud. Like, how, how good was Gavin Baxter tonight, guys? Like, he was he, our guest on the postgame tonight. Yeah, he just is, um, He, you know, we're still, I'm still trying to be super cautious with his minutes, but he was so efficient and so effective. Came up with a couple of huge defensive plays, a couple of steals that were so big and was great finishing around the rim and uh, had a huge catch. We were on a uh, weak stagger slip. And he, he, it was pass was to the baseline. He actually went and caught it, stayed in bounds, and just saved it. Right, just making catches like that was so good. And this Fus Treore, I mean, come on, like uh, that's an all-time classic offensive rebound down the stretch where he split the two. I mean, it's two seven-footer, two seven-foot six, two, you know, two sixty guys, and just split them and went and finished it. And then Mark was talking about you know this block he has where he actually gets pushed to the floor underneath the rim, jumps up and goes up to block a seven-foot, 260-pound dunk at the rim. Uh, we're getting unbelievable contributions from those guys in the front line. Caleb and Gideon was good and Seneca was great. And then, listen, I- I'll bring it up. This Alex Barcelo, I mean, how is this kid not like on the watch list? Uh, what player in the country against a ranked opponent 
has put on a show like him. Who's done in the first three games what he's done? 24 points on six shots the first game. An epic all-big makes performance against San Diego State, which is right on the fringe of a top 25 team. And against number 12, he's he's 9 for 11, 4 for 6, everything perfect, and makes everything look easy. Like, how are people sleeping on this Alex Barcelo? You tell – I just don't understand. He is – this guy is special, like in a special, special way. Yeah, I saw a, a national writer, you know, called him an under the radar All America candidate. Now he's on the radar. He was honorable mention last year. How and is he, he starts under the, the radar? <laughs> he's like, on the radar. There's nobody in college basketball <laughs> doing what he's doing right now. Like it's just is awesome, and I'm super proud of him. And uh, you know, and his backcourt mate, who's making his life so good, this Tijon Lucas. Mm-hmm. I thought Best Tijon, game for him. Yeah, Tijon was huge yep. tonight, and he just. The, the ability that Alex has to slide back and forth from being the, the ball handling guard to off guard has changed his life. And, and T. John's toughness and decision making has been really spectacular. So, so, so many kudos to so many guys. I think everybody's on the radar after this win tonight. That was a big win in a big time circumstance. But one of the things I really, you know, you lose, you lost Matt Harms, big, big presence, big rim protector. I thought, I don't know how this defense will be this year, but. Holy smokes, this defense has been amazing. It's an Oregon team that averaged about 85 points a game. They get 49. It's not a slowdown game. They, you just stopped them. You, you, and, you know, Foose and Gavin, four blocks together, but probably had, I don't know, 10 or 15 altered-type yep. shots. I mean, what, what – you've always been good at defense, but this team seems to be special on, on that side of the floor. Yeah, well, you know, we have some we, – we have some – you know we're not we're not huge like we're not huge but we got length in the middle right we kind of talked about that all preseason like between Seneca and Spencer Johnson actually has really terrific length for his position and Gideon George and Caleb Lohner you know we have we have kind of length through the middle and then this T John Lucas it's never going to be appreciated the way it should be he is a like Every single game I look out there and watch him making plays defensively, like every game. The plays that there's nowhere to stat him, whether it's it's catching the move right or whether it's disrupting an action or whether it's being in the right gap. I mean, we talk about him defensively every game. He is a special defender. Like he, he is, He's having such an impact on this game in all the ways that nobody pays attention to. And so it's a, it's a, it's a combined team effort. It, mostly it's just the guy's willingness to focus. I got to also give a shout-out to, to Nick Robinson who put together this scout mm. he, he uh i mean i think he did a good job yeah i think so <laughs> i think he did really well <laughs> i think he probably was right on it right and he, he captured these guys hearts and spirits and and uh got him going the right direction so so huge shout out to, to him tonight finally by the way uh coach the uh the map says that uh, this is a semi home game for oregon it's yep. 100 miles away from eugene well, you come into a building again that's supposed to be, you know, it's neutral but in favor of the opponent, yep. and the royal blue is everywhere, yep. and it felt like, you know, you had a home game vibe a yep. lot of the night, and certainly you gave your fans a lot to cheer, but, man, it's impressive to come on the road and, and feel what you feel and yep. hear what you hear and see what you see. It's a special thing. Yeah, it's, uh, it is it is incredible. First of all, for a, you know, a semi-neutral game, it was a good gym. Like, the gym felt really good. There was And, and it, of course, it felt good because it was – you know, I don't know if it was predominantly, but it was at least half or more uh, BYU faithful, and that's the way it always is. This, um, 
you know, it's, it's it's fun. It's really fun to watch, and it's fun to 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 bond with these people that are supporting this university and these athletic programs. It's pretty special. Well, coach, uh, what a what an incredible night it was uh, for you guys. Well earned victory, and and another game to come here on the weekend. Uh, hopefully, uh, when the next week dawns, you'll be a ranked team, uh, deservedly so. And and we'll see where that goes from there. But uh, what a tremendous start to the year. Great effort tonight. Congratulations to you and the entire squad uh, for getting it done and taking back home something pretty special. Hey, for everybody listening, just so you know, because I know you can't see us, Mark and Greg and I are just up here shaking our heads being like, <laughs> wow, this is fun. That's what, we're, that, that's what we were doing for two hours straight tonight. All right, Mark, thank you. All right, guys, thanks, All right, guys. We'll wrap it up when we come back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back to the Moda Center here in Portland, Oregon. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you above courtside. We're at concourse level here at the uh, Moda Center. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a, uh, it's a tradition you see uh, oft times in soccer uh, where, uh, and hockey too, I guess you see it with the uh, with the sticks tapping on the ice and being raised. But uh, where teams acknowledge the fans, right, with with applause, and we saw that tonight. Uh, BYU came on the road uh, to Portland, got a great win, and and all the fans, the BYU fans, were essentially amassed in one area of the stadium. And you saw the BYU team kind of gather at once and kind of applaud everyone who came to applaud them. Really, really kind of a unique and cool feel tonight uh, for uh, you know cap off a great night for BYU. It, it is remarkable, and, you know, there's a lot of talk. You know, people like to talk about coaches leaving and going other places. But, man, you're not going to find a fan base better than BYU. It's just you, it's so unique. We go to these places all over the country, and there's always a huge contingent of BYU fans. And at home, you have a place – you've got people like The Rock where, you know, over, overall around the country you, you see kind of some apathy and hard to get people at, coming out to watch games. And the, and the students at BYU are just excited about to be, BYU and the football and basketball and volleyball and soccer and track. I mean, I mean go down the list. It's just – amazing what BYU does and the fans respond to it and they come out and support the team it's just just really remarkable and unique in the you know the fandom college fandom environment right now so I you know to go go wherever you want but you're not going to find anywhere better as far as fans go than BYU loyal fans and fantastic very supportive and it's fun to be a part of and uh even though, and, and the WCC is off to WCC is off to a really nice start in a lot of ways. Basketball uh, picking up some big wins in the early you know couple weeks of the season. But as good as this league has been or will be this year, uh, BYU is going to hit the Big 12 running. I think in a couple years, it's not going to be a, a, a series a thing where they're dropped into the, the deep end <laughs> with no right. one. They're already excelling in so many different Listen. sports and so many different ways. The Cougars will be in the mix, and that's another fun thing about this whole transition. The trajectory is is going the right way. They could compete right now in the Big 12 with with this team, and they certainly could compete in the Pac-12. The Pac-12. Lucky they didn't invite BYU with what football and basketball has done to them this year. So that, that, that's a lot of fun to see BYU do that and compete at a high level and credit, you know, athletic administration and, again, the fans and the coaches. I mean, Mark Pope is just is just awesome. I mean, he's just got to love that guy and Kalani. And, I mean, th- these are some great, great programs performing at a high level. And I don't care if it's Big 12 or SEC or Pac-12, BYU belongs in the conversations with these people and can compete 
uh, with anybody in the country, and it'll be fun. It's not to say they're going to dominate the Big 12 because they're pretty darn good, but you got a national champ, you got Kansas, and, but, but BYU can compete in any league, any time, and they just beat the team in Oregon that's ranked 12th by, what, 30, what is it, 32, and uh, picked to finish at the top of their conference with UCLA, and BYU made them look silly tonight, made them look like they were, uh, you know, one of the, the D2 teams that you fill your schedule with sometimes in the preseason. And that was a, a butt kicking that BYU gave Oregon, and uh, that should give them a lot of confidence going forward. Well, BYU dominated the Ducks not too far from their home floor tonight. 81-49 to is our final score. Well, what a great night, and hope you enjoyed it with us. Uh, sure a lot of fun. And, and uh, you know, we, we kind of – I, I kind of said at halftime – BYU's got this nice lead. It's 19 points. You know, Oregon's going to make a run. And, and they started to, may have gotten to 17, 16, 15, something like that, but never more than that. The Cougars push it right back and, and made it such that, uh, you know, they, they just kind of cruised to victory tonight. And Oregon never did make that 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 uh, game-changing run. BYU held them off and certainly did more, did more than just hang on. The Cougars were on cruise control uh, to the finish line here tonight. Let's thank our crew that brought it all to you. And it was a sheer pleasure to be bringing it to you from Portland here tonight. Our crew back at BYU Radio, our studio host, Jason Shepard. Jason has a busy rest of the week. We'll see exactly what it is Jason will be doing once we find out what the soccer team does on Thursday. I'm headed to Charlottesville tomorrow to call the Thursday BYU-Alabama soccer game, and we hope this, uh, the Cougar soccer team takes it into the weekend. We know that on the weekend, football will play at Georgia Southern. I'll be there for that as the Cougars play Central Methodist back at the Marriott Center, and either Jason or Jerem will have the call for for you on the radio for that one. So a busy week ahead and hopefully more BYU wins to come. But yes, thank you to Jason. Back in the studio, our intern, Alex Dotson, our control board operators, Andrew Hare, and Corbin Radford. Our coordinating producer is Terry Shepard. Our engineers are Sean Fay and Barry Squires. And our administrators at BYU Radio are Don Shaline, Dane Craig, and Sean O'Neill. That is our crew back at the BYU Broadcasting Building. Our thanks to BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Tyson Jex on the road and doing great work for the team tonight. And uh, we appreciate Mark Pope, pregame, postgame. We thank Coach Kevin McKenna for joining us in the pregame from the Oregon Ducks side. And appreciation to Gavin Baxter as well for being our player guest on the postgame show this evening. That leaves just the guys on the headset. Man, fun night. We, we've had some hard nights, but this is not one of them. This is a fun night. And credit those guys, man. They played hard. They played well. Alex Barcelo, but they go down the list, man. That was fun, and this is the PK Invitational. They better have some new Nikes under their pillow when they wake up in the morning because <laughs> they got the job done. He is Mark Durant, and for Mark Durant, my name is Greg Grubel, thanking you for being a part of tonight's broadcast. I'm saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Portland, Oregon. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at economicspartners.com. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsors Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.